All right, welcome back to episode four. Four, right? Yeah. I'm here with Jocelyn, the the one that's usually with me, and then as a special guest, we have Chris. Hello, welcome, welcome. It's great to be on this podcast. It's something new for me, so we'll see how this goes. Um, you want to let the the five ten people listening who you are? My name is Christopher. I'm 21 years old, and I currently work at a retail home improvement company, and I'm a community college student right now. Gonna graduate in a couple of, of semesters. Fancy, he Fancy. just turned 21, so he thinks he's cool too. Yeah, he started <laughs> drinking. Oh, on your birthday, how was that shot? <laughs> oh man, let's not get started into that. Off, that off, off a one Patron silver shot, I pretty much got buzzed and I didn't want no more. <laughs> I acted like real weird and you know, the others laughed because you know, they knew I was drunk, so. Because he never gets drunk. It's super rare. Super rare. Like but I'm, how drunk were you? Because you didn't even know where you were. You were like, where were we again? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you remember that? It was that? honestly some anxiety kicking in because like feeling this feeling and just being around people, like it was a combination of that. So maybe that's why. I was still aware of certain things, but you know, I just probably talk out of nervousness. How was Skate Express? It was awesome. I liked it. Even you though know? you were a little buzzed? <laughs> <laughs> I still managed to be on the floor and you know not bump into people. This girl actually bumped into me. She's like, oh, yeah, she's you like, fell hard. <laughs> I know. I was like, she was like, sorry, and then I just said it's okay, and I just got up and just kept skating. He got up like a little bit. He like jumped, and then like his whole butt just went tass on the floor, <laughs> and I was like, ow. That hurt, but hey, you know why am I gonna create problems? I saw your I saw your girlfriend fall too, and then she was like in the middle of the whole thing. Everybody was just passing by. She couldn't pull herself with her legs because she was trying to use her feet to pull herself to the side, but she couldn't because her feet had wheels on them. Oh, so yeah. she, she was like using her knees to move forward and she couldn't do it. I know, I saw her. I was on back of her because I was scared of skating. <laughs> <laughs> you could really handle yourself, so helping somebody would have ended up on the floor too. Uh, yeah, that's why I don't like skating in the, like in the middle. Yeah, um... But Chris, you want to put your social medias out there or no? Uh, let's get into that later, later on. Let's get into like, you know, deep into the podcast. Let's talk a little bit and then I'll so, introduce that towards the end. All right. You want any, you want to talk about any conspiracy theories? Conspiracy any, theories? Anything new that you have in mind? Um, are you talking about like what I seen on YouTube recently or anywhere? Yeah, anything. Okay, so, well, I'm not really a big conspiracy theorist, but I do watch a lot of YouTube videos, and my main point of interest is hip-hop. So, uh, I really study... Pac is still alive. Huh? Pac is still alive. <laughs> not sure about that. But um, there's this rumor around because, you know, obviously you know who Takashi 6 9 is, right? And there's this theory going around that he's, like, the first gay gangster rapper to ever, you know, be in the hip-hop industry because I learned that the music industry is run by a gay mafia, so... The gay mafia. Yeah, like pretty much a group of gay leaders. So th it was made by a YouTuber called Vigilant Christian. So, you know, if anybody's interested in like, you know, seeing a seven minute video about that, which is probably unlikely, but just want to let you know where I got the source from. Seven minutes? Yeah. That's not bad. Usually con conspiracy theories are like 30 minutes. He keeps it short and simple. And, you know, that's how this podcast should be. Short and simple because honestly, this this the first podcast that I listened to from you, from you guys, um, Real interesting. It didn't put me to sleep. You know, this this shouldn't feel like a classroom where, you know, we give you lectures and we put you to sleep. This podcast is fun. Like, you know, the energy is like right. So just let you know that this. Oh, yeah. But um, also, since we're in the music thing, um, 
you wanted to be you want to be a dj or you want to be a rapper i want to be what's called a record producer not a rapper not a singer but someone who makes music and then just like works with different artists who have the talent who are able to sing and you know to have those vocal ability vocal abilities that i don't have so like you're pretty much owning like a label where you're signed co-sign an artist and this and that so that's what are those people called the ghost what ghost writers writers are pretty much someone like for example like they say that about little wayne like um, Drake, or like Drake, the, also it's recently. Like the twentieth time they yeah. do that, huh? Supposedly someone else writes the lyrics for him, and all Drake does is rap over it. First we had um, Meek Mill. No, it wasn't Meek Mill. Who was the Who's the guy? The dating Nicki Minaj. That yeah, Meek Mill. Who recently got out of prison. Yeah, he just got out. Yeah, I'm, I'm not sure on the exact date, but I don't know if you heard of Bobby Shmurda, the one who made a, that song that goes like, about a week ago, a week oh, ago. Yeah, yeah. He's locked up until 2020 for some uh, gun yeah. charges. I heard Kodak Black is is in prison too. Yeah. For weed possession or something. Um, and we're talking about Bobby Shmurda, he's going to be barely like on, on eligible for parole, so he's not truly free. 2020, he's going to be on parole, meaning like he may have to wear like an ankle bracelet or, you know. Still but better be than out. being locked up. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there's a the news about that. So, we yeah. saw... You said you want to be a record producer like, or like a DJ? So record, like a DJ Khaled? No, record producers like Metro Boomin, Mike, uh, Mike so Will made it. So how do you get there? So, make, so you make beats, basically. Okay, so pretty much you make them. You post them like Facebook, anywhere that you can get viewers, like on SoundCloud also. People pick up on it. If they like you, they work with you. It's pretty much networking. Like that's the only way. Like if you want to be self-made, unless someone you get lucky enough for, for someone to co-sign you, then it's pretty much you have to self-make. So right, if right. it's if it's not like DJ, so what's the difference of DJ Khaled and Metro Boomin? Well, they're the same thing. It's just the names, the acronyms. DJ Khaled is what you know what his name is. They both do the same thing. Oh, they're all into making instrumentals. They work with artists, and they all have their own label and clothing line. Well, every, it seems like everybody who's famous starts a clothing line because it, if you notice, like a lot of people who are like famous for like five, ten plus years, they just lose their fame. Because I guess their fan base at the moment are outgrown them. Because like let's say, like we're me and Justin were talking about it earlier how like Rihanna, Katy Perry, um, Shakira, like a- anybody from back then except for Drake, he's still in there. Right. But anybody from like 2000, 2000, 2005 or two thousand eight, whatever, whoever isn't recent, is like already losing their fame. Rihanna brought home clothing line. Yeah, but I mean, if she were to come out with a new song, it isn't as big as as if like Six Nine came out with a new song, or if yeah, and you, Drake, yeah, go ahead, man, go ahead, or like Kodak Black, Lil Yachty, J Balvin, like J Balvin, <laughs> Maluma, Osuna, Osuna. like if Bad they came Bunny. out, if they came out with a song at the same time as Rihanna or Katy Perry, their songs are gonna be bigger because I guess Katy Perry is kind of like outdated, you could say, because yeah, her fan base is already grown up, so like. Um, so I guess anybody who's that old, it starts their own clothing line because you need to find different sources of income. Right. So like, do you have any plans for any new sources of income? So I mean, when, once you make it big, it's going to be like, the, you're going to be like the top of the world. But like after like five, ten years, you just lost your, your fire, you know? Yeah. So do you, have, do you have anything for the people who also want to start music? Well, I would honestly say first, you know, Obviously, I said this many times, it's networking, but once you grow, like, you know, start growing slowly, you have to evolve. I don't know if you noticed, like, there's a reason why Drake is getting to the Spanish trap culture, because that's going to be the next big thing. So he has to evolve, because if he stays with the rap genre that he's currently in, he's going to, like, like, how do you say it, disintegrate. Like, like, this, is, like, this is what Usher told him, is like, he's like, Drake, if you don't evolve, like, you don't do any... Usher? 
I think so. I think but I heard isn't it. Usher already out of the game? I don't know, but already? I think this was advice uh, given long ago. Anyway, I, I, I'm not sure who it was from, but all I know is that you have to evolve or else you just pretty much disappear. Well, I mean, because, like, the, if Drake does the same hip-hop music that he does when he first started, it wouldn't be as big as it is now because now he's catching up with the trap or, like, he's going to Spanish trap. It's an opportunity to evolve because, basically, you, you want to catch trends in music. If you don't catch trends, you're going to, like, it's just not in music. It's in everything. Yeah, it's in everything. Even with technology, you can't you can't do the same thing as before in a little computer. Yeah, like if you, even if you like hate spending a thousand, two thousand dollars on an Apple computer, you're gonna they're gonna Apple's gonna force you to buy a new one because if you don't do it, uh, whatever you use to edit your music, Final Cut Pro, SoundCloud, or SoundTrack Pro. It's all going to be outdated on your computer. Yeah. Right. Like right. Final Cut Pro on his laptop, it wouldn't even work. <laughs> oh, yeah. I <laughs> on could his old, on laptop. My old laptop. It's so stupid. I had Final Cut Pro, Soundtrack Pro. I had all these programs for Photoshop. And I deleted everything because I have Final Cut Pro on Photoshop, which is I, what I need the most. But the versions I have aren't compatible with my laptop. So everything uh-huh. I deleted wow. basically just went <clears> to <throat> waste. Now he has nothing. So now I have this super outdated laptop with no programs whatsoever and if anyone wants to buy you can give offers <laughs> yeah, i'm gonna put my laptop for like a hundred bucks since it has nothing on it it's super slow don't say it's slow it is slow it works perfectly fine yeah like it t- 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 takes like four or five minutes just so it could turn on <laughs> it does why I was, you, for school work it doesn't i was using it for school and it works perfectly fine but mm. you're trying to load videos that thing takes forever I can't even edit a 1080p video because the screen is too old. <laughs> <laughs> Oops, the 4K video that you tried editing. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. I, used to have, I have a drone and it records 4K and I had to downgrade it to 720 because <laughs> it, I couldn't edit it on my laptop. <laughs> wow. So, yeah, is there anything else you want to ask me, Alex or Justin? Like, I know you've been big on asking me about my past or what I've experienced in life. So is there anything you want to know about that? Um, well, for anybody else who's going through... Because I know, like, I've listened to, I mean, I listen to a lot of Gary Vee. And what a lot of people go through in their 20s, 21s is basically, like, depression. Or they, a lot of people compare themselves to rich people. That's what I, that's my main issue with a lot of people. Okay. Because let's say someone like you compares themselves to, like, DJ Khaled. Right. But they compare to them how they are now. They don't compare to themselves as, like, DJ Khaled when he was 20 years old. They compare themselves to DJ Khaled when he's 30 and super successful. So, like, they forget everything what they had to go through just to Yeah, and that's what people don't see. So, that's, like, my main issue with, like, a lot of kids. And, like, I heard this podcast with, like, Gary Vee where this girl was comparing herself to Kylie Jenner. Oh, okay. But it's, like, you can't compare yourself to Kylie because she was born into money. Right. And you you can't compare. If you have no money, you can't really compare yourself to someone who's rich already. Right, and if there's anybody out there wondering like what their favorite celebrities were like, like how their past looked like before they were famous, there's this great YouTube series. I've talked to Alex about it a lot. It's called uh, Before They Were Famous and it's hosted by a YouTuber called Michael McCrudden. You'd be surprised about what you learn about these people because we see celebrities as just money-making people, stuck up, but this guy goes into detail about, you know, YouTubers, music artists, actors so if you really you really see celebrities different once you learn these facts and you know once you learn things about them about their past a lot of these 
um, famous people, they were eventually homeless. They came from broken families, you know, abuse from their families. They abused drugs. Example, Robert Downey Jr., before he was into the Iron Man series, um, he uh, was a heroin addict and got in trouble with the law a lot. This was back in the early 2000s, but this, this is just to say that, you know, celebrities have their past, and you, if you see why they act the way now and they appreciate what they have, it's because, like, you know, what they've been through. So I just want Cardi B. Oh, yeah, yeah she was a stripper. And, and then she had, like, what, an interview or whatever with someone? And then she was like, yeah, she said someone to the audience, like, yeah, 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 you, you're watching me here, and you were hating, you were hating me. What did you say? Remember the video I showed you? Oh, yeah, she was doing an interview on TV, and I guess she saw somebody she knew. I didn't see the whole video, but I guess they she saw somebody she clip. knew in the audience, and she was like, like, a, like, a couple years ago, you were hating on me, saying I wasn't going to be shit, and look at, look at me now, you're watching me. Yeah. Right, right. It was like you can't let haters. I mean, if you're still haven't done anything with your life, you probably have no haters. But also family. Family's a big issue. Right. How do you, like, out of your experience, how do you deal with like family when they want to bring you down? Well, family. First of all, man, I come from a, a broken family. I'm not trying to be all negative, but you know, my mom wasn't really there when I was a kid. My dad had to be the mom and the dad, and you know, eventually. There was a rival rivalry between me and my other brother, and that caused a lot of issues because you know I, I'm living with someone who doesn't really like like me or want to, wants to be around me, so that kind of brings obstacles, you know, along the way. You know, my music and stuff. Like I always have to be out of the house just for me uh, to be peaceful and you know to um, really get things done. Because if I stay in the house, like you know, I already know problems are going to be there. But long story short, man, like anyone struggling with family problems, like. Find someone, find a find a friend, find someone out there who you can, you know, tell this to about because the more you talk about it and the more you find solutions, like the better off it is for you because, you know, it leads basically into like depression and, you know, some other stuff. Everyone's different. Like, you know, for me, I suffer from a OCD. So, you know, it's a really big problem with me. My mom had it. So I guess it was passed on to me. So, yeah, it could be different for a lot of different people because everybody has their own type of issues. But my main point is like, you can't let family or even friends bring you down because I even know that some people that I thought were my real friends, now they're like distancing themselves right. without me even trying. Or when I tell them, hey, can you listen to this podcast? Where are they? They like they, can't, they don't even listen to it because they're too busy living their party life or their new friends. And it's just, it, it could be difficult, especially when you don't have that kind of support as many other people do. Especially. I just feel you find who you who's really there for you when you start doing your own thing. Right. What about you? You have any experiences with family bringing you down? Oh uh, yeah, they told me I was gonna get pregnant when I was in high school. But and look at me now. I'm wow. not pregnant. I'm not married. Graduated. Graduated with a. I graduated with honors. I'm wow. gonna graduate. 4.0, no. Gonna graduate from co from college next year. Oh, maybe because the whole new system messed you over. Point is that I'm going to graduate <laughs> from college and I'm not pregnant. So it's like, what and are you going to talk about? And then I'm going to get a boyfriend because I'm tall. So they're like, oh, you're going to get a short boyfriend and this and this. I'm like, go ahead and talk whatever you want. I don't care. Well, I am short. No, you're not. You're taller than me. You're like a whole head. <laughs> oh, and then Chris over here, he got a girlfriend too just recently, huh? Yeah. How's that going yeah. so far? It's, well, today it's three months, so... Today? Wow, congratulations. Yeah. <laughs> congratulations. Yeah. <laughs> so shout out to my girlfriend you know I want I want to say something real quick man you know about women women man they're, they're pain in the ass no <laughs> I, I want to <laughs> go ahead and speak your part after it's honestly hard to find a real woman woman out there because honestly like 
you know, with social media nowadays, you know, women, you know, who who want a lot of attention, they'll do anything for it. Like, for example, there's a lot of women who, like, do a lot of sexual behavior and, you know, they expose themselves and, you know, they go for the guys who are, like, you know, lustful and, you know, really just I just want feel that's a society internet, like, now. Yeah. Everywhere you go on Instagram, there's going to be a naked girl. It's, it's a problem there's because... There's going to be girls in her, in their bikini or whatever. It's, like, it's society now. That's like, how everyone exposes themselves. It's out there, yeah. But then it gets... It gets turned upside down because what gets me mad is the fact that like these people want attention and then they get depressed later on because they get they're getting all this hate on their social medias. Right. It was like nobody told you to post that bikini photo shoot photos or anything. They're like, confident about it. They're confident to post it, but then they cry about it later because people call them fat. There's a lot of society isn't so nice. No, oh, exactly. It's funny how like. Uh, like even women or men they they do all this they want to be strong independent females but at the same time they're talking shit about other successful women like they're successful but you bring them down because they're not doing exactly what you would like them to do so it's like how are you sending that message of being a strong independent woman when you're bringing down other women right right and, and the pro- that a lot and the problem with social media dude like I don't know if we know what this word is lust means like you know when a man or woman constantly seeks out, you know, sexual pleasures. Um, but that's a big problem, especially with social media. Like like how you guys said before that, you know, it's out there and, you know, it's, you know, it's just society nowadays. I don't know if you guys knew this, but there's an actor named Terry Crews, right? He recently admitted, like, I guess two years ago that he had a, an addiction to pornography, right? And it was all over the news. And he, um, now he makes videos. They're called uh, Dirty Little Secrets. So he basically um, exposes, like, you know, his addiction, what caused him it, and, um, you know, how it resulted from internet and social media, and how he hid it in his marriage with uh, Rebecca Cruz for, like, I guess more than eight years, and then I guess there's this uh, Dr. Phil episode where he talks about um, how that addiction almost destroyed the marriage, and how he had to go to rehab back in 010, and, you know... I mean, that would be mad, too. Yeah, and, like, this is this is the interesting part. While he was making movies and, you know, while he was in Hollywood, he was struggling with this on the side. So, you know, like, you can have a creator who's, like, creating videos, but, you know, on the side, they're struggling with, you know, maybe a drug addiction or family problems. That's just to prove that, you know, anybody with, like, any issue, like, can make it through. So it's, like, regardless of, like, um, whatever your situation is, whatever, your, you know, your addiction is or compulsions are, like, you can make it through. Like, you just have to, like, find a, a way to get rid of it. You have to have a mindset to want to do it because if no one's telling you to stop or no one's telling you anything it's kind of hard like Terry Crews probably had his wife helping him to get rid of that addiction right but if there's people out there who have no help whatsoever it's like no one's telling them to stop no one's telling them they need help so they'll just continue doing it and then they'll just ruin them. A lot of the time it's out of embarrassment. I'm, I'm also sharing another YouTube channel. There's a YouTube channel called uh, Creative Vein. So his name's Kevin. Um, he's a high schooler, right? And he has a channel dedicating, uh, dedicated to educating others on like the problems of pornography and like, you know, sexual addictions. And he's like, I guess, 16 or 17. And for him to be doing that as a high schooler, all his friends know he does that channel and they know all those people know him. So just imagine the guts it takes to admit a problem like that. You have men who are like 40, 50, who are like creeps, creeps and don't want to even admit they have that problem. But yet for a young man to be saying that. I work at a school and there was a 12 year old 
watching freaking porn in class. I'm telling you, in it's class? a big problem. Yes, in class. What a the? Freaking it's a huge problem. It's even reaching the eyes of the youth. That's that's how horrible. It's a drug. If you don't know, there's this movement uh, by the youth. It's called Fight the New Drug. It's a website. They're de- they're people who have suffered from that addiction before, but what they're dedicated is to helping others and saying that we have to get rid of this. We have to there, stop this problem. There is an app where I know you can talk to um, um, therapy therapists but and they're licensed they're licensed therapists and there's an app where you could just facetime so you could talk to somebody because if now i know a lot a lot a lot of the times um people don't have anyone to talk to so the point of this app is to have someone and if you can't afford the hundred of dollars because i know some therapists starts um they charge like a hundred or three hundred dollars per hour i mean some people don't have all that money because it, it could be different situations so the app, I think it's, it's a cheap way to talk to somebody if you really need it. I just forgot the name. But I know it's in the app store if you have an iPhone. And I'm pretty sure it's on Android. If hopefully. you go to college, you're paying for that. Oh, yeah. If, I know Chris's school offers that. I don't know about mine. Yeah, it does. It does? Yeah, it's like colleges you know? and everything. Because every school offers it. Oh, oh, yeah. If you go to college, you could do it. But also the issue is, like you said, embarrassment. Right, they they probably think they're gonna be judged, or they just don't want to talk about it because they're like, they could probably think I could do it on my own. It, I just don't want to, or right. something like that. And there's this also great book by Lecrae. It's called Unashamed. He basically talks about his past and pretty much says you shouldn't be ashamed of talking about your past. And you know, it's an amazing story because if you read it, it's horrendous what he went through. So any of you guys get a chance to you know read it if you want, it's a great book. But to wrap it up, um, nowadays there's a lot of YouTube videos for. This particular problem if you don't want to go to a counselor right away just type in your problem on youtube you'll find people who vlog about it talk about it so yeah youtube and the internet is a really really big place um i i read an article saying that youtube is worth like one billion dollars so if they wanted to to separate themselves from google they can really like they'll they'll be a super successful company without google Wow, and they're worth so much that they'll they'll make it without it. So it that's just showing you how big and strong YouTube is on its own without the help of Google. Google's right. so not even on the Fire Stick. I mean, YouTube is not even on the Fire Stick. It's because it's part of it's a part of Google. Oh, and they had their issue where um, um, the Amazon Fire Stick didn't want to have Google on there. Right. Like, like let's say the Google well, Amazon, Chromecast. Yeah. The Google Chromecast has Amazon Video you know like their thing but amazon wouldn't put google stuff on their stick so they just said that's unfair so they 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 took off everything that had to do with google so now amazon fire stick only has anything that's amazon qualified stuff right because all amazon amazon music amazon photos yeah so if you want to watch i mean you could still watch netflix and Hulu, but if you want to watch YouTube on the Fire Stick, you can. You have to download VTube for you, VTube for YouTube just, free. Just don't download RedTube. <laughs> oh yeah, you have to pay for wow. that. Wow. Um, Miss, watch no, RedTube is different from YouTube Red. Oh. RedTube is a completely different side of. No, it's not even part of YouTube. Oh, we'll just leave it at that. <laughs> I don't want to know. I also want to jump into this uh, next topic. I want to talk about routine and uh, financial success. Now, I feel like routine and and you know money is something that everybody you know can relate to. When I when I say routine for myself, I'm saying like I'm stuck in a routine where 
I'm in the same, you know, I wake up and do the same thing and, you know, do the same things over and over. And then Friday and Saturday, you know, those are the chance for me. I mean, actually, my bad. Saturday and Sunday is the chances for me to do something different. I feel like sometimes I'm stuck. And that's the reason why I don't really make music all the time, because like my routine and the way that life is right now, like it's kind of hard to put stuff out there. Like I'm not trying to make an excuse. Like I'm just trying to be real. Uh, and just to mention that, you know, routine, like it's hard to get out of, you know, I don't know if you have something to say about routine, Alex, and how you want to create videos and you're stuck. Oh, uh, yeah, it's it's a big issue because like I could wake up one morning, go to work and I'll be listening to all these podcasts and get motivated and then I'll get home and just feel stuck like what kind of video am I gonna make um, or I'll just be lazy because the video thing that I want to make requires me to go out and then also it could be like the financial status where it's just like well I'm trying to save money I can't go out and spend so then I, if I don't go out and spend I just feel like because I'm a perfectionist so when I make a video yeah, I want annoying. it to be perfect I've tried making him like making him make a video but he doesn't want to and I've, I'll be on repeat the whole entire day. And what does he do? Nothing. <laughs> and doesn't even listen to me. And then I get in trouble for not motivating him. You don't motivate me enough. <laughs> I annoy you the whole entire day. I even annoy myself. Well, this is, I just want to say something. Uh, this this is a something that takes time to get out of. It's not overnight. So you have to like, you know, it's, it's, it's a different story for everybody. Do you have anything to say, Jocelyn, about, you know, routine or anything about that? No, just don't get comfortable with what you're doing. Hey, okay. I, that's one thing I always um, suggest to many people is don't get comfortable because when you get comfortable, you stay stuck. And it, like, do you know the definition of insanity, Chris? Definition of insanity, uh, I think Ty Lopez said this in a podcast. The definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again, the same way and expecting different results. And Albert Einstein actually made that quote, but Ty and, Lopez just mentioned it. And a lot of people do that. They'll go to their nine to five job, or it could be Jack in the Box, McDonald's. Like I'm not hating on you if you're like going to college, but if you're there almost your whole life expecting something to change. Like I know people in the fast food industry that want to make it big, but if they don't change their habits, they're not gonna make it anywhere. So that's where like insanity comes in because they're expecting that that big break from not right. even trying or doing something different. And this is what I want to talk about. Also, uh, money. Money's not taught in school. And, you know, the school system, our workforce is uh, created for us to be doing the same thing over and over. And you know, this, this relates back to, you know, the definition of insanity. Um, I feel like a lot of family members, like my family, for a fact, didn't grow up knowing about money. Like my dad works. My mom, you know, struggles to find employment. And my tia works at the same job. Right. And I feel like people who have the knowledge um, on how to create wealth don't want don't like to share. Like they want to feel like they're the only ones with the power. And, um, you know, to, bas to basically learn how to make money, you just have to have uh, more assets and liabilities. And assets are something that makes you money. Liabilities is something that takes away money from your pocket. And also something for many people, it's they think, like, let's say a rapper. They're not just rich because they make music and it blew up. They're rich because they do many different things that make them money. So right. it could be a sponsorship. It could be a, an interview that could pay them to be there or they'll go out to promote their music just like it's like marketing basically it's like if you have you seen the movie founder i haven't it's it's the story behind mcdonald's and they and throughout the movie the owner of mcdonald's he this guy comes in and he's like i could make your restaurant bigger so he starts opening a bunch of mcdonald's 
with a bunch of, and he's like, well, how can I open more McDonald's without spending my own money? So he gets rich people, or at least people with money, to take out loans under their names to buy land, and then he'll open a McDonald's, and basically he'll make the money off their McDonald's for buying their name. And at the end, like around the end of the movie, uh, someone comes in and he's like, "Do you know what business you're in?" He's like, "Yeah, I'm in the food industry." And he's like, "Then why are you buying land?" And he's like, "Because I, I need land to open a restaurant." He's like, "No, sir." You're not in the restaurant business. You're in the real estate business. Oh, I didn't know that. That's a- so a lot of people are like, you need to know exactly what business you're in. So McDonald's isn't in the restaurant business. They're in the real estate business. If you look at any McDonald's, they're not in any but public places. They're in places where they own land. So let's say if McDonald's isn't making money, like the one right here down the street, right. if McDonald's isn't making money, but let's say there's a... Chick-fil-A across the street and it's in the same block as McDonald's don't make profit from Chick-fil-A really and not only just McDonald's how's that because Chick-fil-A is paying McDonald's to be there so if Chick-fil-A is making money they'll have to pay their monthly rent to McDonald's it's like you're living in a home that's power right there so McDonald's is not just a restaurant it's wherever you see McDonald's it's like this little square like let's say it's a little like a Chino Town Square and there's a McDonald's there, that McDonald's most likely owns all of that. So whatever's in that little square of McDonald's is paying McDonald's to be there. Wow. <laughs> That's and then, crazy. So yeah, so let's say um you I think it's like half a million to open a McDonald's and then another three hundred thousand for supplies. But once you do all that, McDonald's chooses exactly where you're gonna open your restaurant. You give them the money and they're gonna be like okay, well, we have this place for you, and that's it. You're not going to be like, well, one, uh, there's an open place across the street. You're like, no, we already bought the land here, and we opened the McDonald's there, and that's going to be yours. But that's it. Like, you don't choose exactly where you want it because McDonald's already has their set places where they own the, they own the land. Right, right. Why do you think there's no McDonald's in, in like, a, a mall? Because they don't own the mall. Well, it's outside the mall. Yeah, you'll have the mall, and then McDonald's will be across the street because they own the land across the street. Wow. Yeah, so they're not they're they're smarter than just being a restaurant. That's crazy. Well, uh, it's great to know that, you know, but I want, for the people wondering who can teach me about money and wealth creating, there's these two entrepreneurs, Ty Lopez and Gary Vaynerchuk. Now, if you take your time with this and it's a slow process, so don't expect an overnight result after watching one video and and just to let you guys know, listening to podcasts, watching videos, reading books will not make your life easier. It's just a way to guide you on how to get through a certain situation or how to improve. So just be Lopez is all over my YouTube ads. So annoying. I've been getting a lot of Adidas. Because wow. I mean, I look up Adidas. It's so annoying. I, I, like, I get every time I go on Twitter, I always get Adidas. And I even clicked it and I put, I'm not interested. Because the same exact ad keeps replaying. I was talking to him about um, getting Domino's Pizza. And while I was on the phone with him, he got a Domino's Pizza ad. That's so weird. Oh, wow. On so his creepy. Instagram. Like, we were talking about it. Not even, like, I searched for it. It's just, like, if you search for it, then all your friends get a Domino's ad. <laughs> it's, just you. It's creepy. And also how, like, that Facebook thing where they were selling your data to other people. Oh, yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah so it's basically, like, you need to know. Well, for if you want to make money... You need to know exactly what business you're in. 
is what my main point that I'm trying to get to. Like if you're, oh, like social media, like Gary Vee said, this company wanted to start um, selling clothes on Instagram and they wanted to grow their page. And let's say they did grow their page and they sold a lot of shirts. They're not in the clothing business. They're in the marketing business because they're marketing their brand and actually making sales. Right. So their main business is marketing, not clothing. So okay. that's one thing you need to know is basically marketing, not The difference between clothing. the different types of businesses. Right. And also I mentioned one thing. You don't have to be a business owner to uh, make money. If, you, if you're a lawyer, a doctor, social worker, any, or you work in any other field and you make extra money, it's important to learn how to invest your money because that's how you're going to travel. That's how you're going to you know, be able to do things you can. If not, you'll be stuck in what's called the rat race and if you don't know what that is you can t look it up later on many youtube videos about it if youtube didn't take it down already yeah i mean pretty much to to make it simple for you guys the rat race is where you're pretty much a slave to money like you have to work you know your job no matter what and you're left with nothing literally um at the end of the month and you're just forced to go through the cycle and you know doing do, do check, check yeah and that's I think Ty Lopez said that 90% of the world lived paycheck to paycheck. So I'm pretty sure that other 10% figured out the game of money and, you know, slowly escaped the rat race. You know, like, people like Bill Gates or Jackie Chan, and I, I heard of Will Smith too, their kids do not live off their money. So Bill really? Gates does not show his his billions of dollars. His kids do not live off of that. They have, he says if they want to be rich, they have to make their own money. Jackie, good way Jackie Chan too. He does not share his millions with his kids. He says if they want to be an actor and make millions, then they have to do it their own way. And that, this, uh, that's a good thing to mention because I was watching this interview um, from this uh, Houston CEO of uh, Rap-A-Lot Records. His name is uh, Jay Prince. And um, he has a son, right? Jazz Prince, I believe. That's his name. And he said in the interview, if my family isn't qualified enough to run my business, I will find somebody else who is willing to do the business the way I want it to and for it to grow. So that pretty much it relates back to what you said. Um, you know, like, they have to make their own wealth because how will they learn, you know, the process of wealth and what it takes to earn money if, they, if they're just given to it, given, given all that money, you know? And they're they're going to, like, pretty much mess up. Not mess up, but, like, they're, they're going to, like, blow the money and have no clue what it took to earn it. Yeah, once they, take, once they lose money, they're going to be like, well, how can I do it when they're already raised with the money? But I think that's the end of today's show. Um, anything you would like to add before it ends? Uh, yeah, I like to say this is uh, my first podcast, so obviously you know nothing's perfect. But I hope to get featured on you know other podcasts talking about different topics every now and then. I know we can't smack like we can't like put all what I have and my ideas into one because that'd be way too long with podcasts. And like we said, we got to keep it short and simple and not put people to sleep. And we had to make this fun, you know. <laughs> yeah, I got to make it is. interesting. Yeah. So you want to put your socials in there or no? Oh, uh, sure, yeah. I'm, I the ones that you're active on? Not yeah. social security. Yeah, right, right. Social. Last time I sent you a message and you replied like a month later or two weeks later. Okay, so uh, I'm currently uh, have a social media page. It's under, uh, well, my, my friend came up with the name. It's Me? called uh, Vivere Music. So V-I-V-E-R-E and then music. You'll find it. It's just a uh, page promoting, you know, beats and sounds, you know, pretty much just trying to um, yeah. network with other producers so I can, you know, build my build a brand slowly and to get experience off of there. And that's the only main page that I'm working on right now that, you know, that I have. Because your private one or your personal one, you don't even use it, huh? No, nah, I don't. 
Damn. Well, you could follow me at Alexander Anthony and Jocelyn at furry, underscore furry family. Or Yossi. Well, yours is private. You don't even let them. Yeah, I said they can request me. Yeah, sure. Well, that's it for today's show, guys. I'm Alex. This is... I'm Jocelyn. And we're here with Chris. And... Till we'll, next time. Till next time. And we'll Thanks. Have Thanks Chris for, over again again. Yeah. Thank you for be- having me on your podcast. All right. Bye. Bye.